0: SITC fam. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to rate us five stars on any podcast platform. Leave us a review wherever you can. And don't forget to subscribe to LL Giselle on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram and find us on Facebook at Sonographers in the Cities.
1: Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of Sonographers in the Cities. I'm Lynn. And I'm Giselle. And in this episode, we are talking about what do sonographers do?
0: What do they and really do? What do they really do?
1: <laughs> Before we get started, I'd like to say thank you for you all for tuning in to this episode and other episodes if you have. And I also like to thank our sponsor for this delicious authentic Vietnamese coffee 88 coffee company it is the only coffee that keeps me surviving on my workdays. and you've heard me talk about this coffee in our last two episodes so use our code SITC20 for your order and let us know how
0: it tastes yeah let us know how it tastes because we want you guys to enjoy coffee I mean we need coffee to pick us up at work And make us awake. And I'm sure you guys see everyone walking in with coffee. So try it. And let us know. So welcome to another episode today. And uh, we are going to talk about what sonographers actually do. Because somebody commented on one of our um, YouTube videos. And they said this statement. They said, I thought ultrasound techs don't have to diagnose or find anything. I thought they just perform the scan and send it to the radiologist to look at. So, you know, honestly, like, no hate or anything to this person who commented that. And that just already shows that a lot of people don't know what we really do, what we actually do, or what entails in this job. And I also don't knock them either, because I bet you, either if they're a patient or if they're, like, a student or someone who wants to go into this field... They don't know truly what a sonographer does. So we are in October. We are celebrating Ultrasound Awareness Month. And uh, we're just going to give you guys a little bit of an insight of what we actually do. Because we do more than just take pictures. And while we don't diagnose, quote unquote, we don't diagnose. It's part of our job. We help the doctors diagnose. So Lynn, what do you have to say? Why would
1: they I agree and disagree. What they said is true, but behind the scenes, it's about 90% more of that. Because mm-hmm. that's only the 10% that we do. That's right. how I feel.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's true because it's like a, I don't know, would you say double-edged sword? Because while ultrasound technologists slash sonographers mm-hmm. don't have to diagnose. Technically, we don't have to diagnose. Technically, oh, we, don't. we don't need to I find swear. anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Technically, we do perform the scan and technically send it to the radiologist to look at. So that, that comment is, is correct. It's very true.
1: <laughs> technically, <laughs> See? I agree. But. I totally agree.
0: You know, the reason why I say this is because we are aiding in the diagnosis. Mm-hmm. So I think you would want to have a sonographer who knows what they're looking at. Yes, like, and the way that this comes off as like we need to know, and that's what we're going to school for. That's what we're learning in class. That's what we're learning in clinicals. That's why we're scanning so much. It's all tech dependent. It's all sonographer dependent. It's all person dependent, and it's all the technique that I use in my probe and what angle I, you know, go at. Because, for example, if Lynn does. Cardiac, right? And she does a heart scan and she's at one angle, and then another sonographer does it at a different angle. And then, if one person doesn't know what they're doing, then you get a totally wrong diagnosis. Or if it's like they flip, you can flip the image on the ultrasound machine. What if somebody accidentally pushes that button and everything's all backwards? Mm-hmm. Or uh what if somebody says something wrong? in their images. I mean, it's actually a lot of different little things that we all do as sonographers or ultrasound technologists that people don't know we're actually doing. And we're doing it all in our head with our brains and our movements of our hand moving the probe around. Lynn has something to say about our brains.
1: (laughs) You really want to make me say it again? (laughs) Because I said it in the not did I say it in the last episode? I don't know. I like you I said did, it, in but other... I definitely said it in, in the other ones. I say it a lot. Um, our yeah. brains, sonographer, sonographers, and ultrasound technologists' brains are encyclopedias. We yeah. know a lot more than we portray.
0: Yes, I like that you say that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we know more than we portray. Why? Because we're not supposed to tell the patient what we see. Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to know that we know what we're looking at. And that's the hard part about it, I guess.
1: Yes, because we probably get asked every single time we scan a patient.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like you want to like hold it in almost because you're just like, oh, I just want to tell them that I know what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. You know? But then you don't want to tell them that you know what you're looking at because then you're going to get them all mad and riled up. Yes. so it's almost like we take we take I don't know how to what ex what expression I want to use but it's like taking <laughs> the bullet you know
1: yeah we take the bullet
0: yeah to make it seem like we don't know what we're doing mm-hmm. but we actually do you know I think you guys yes. that understand understand what I'm trying to say <laughs> yes I totally
1: agree um like if you say you're in a patient's perspective right um if you're have you have something that you're concerned about. Your provider referred you to get your ultrasound done. When you want a sonographer or ultrasound technologist who knows ins and outs of the pathology that they're trying to rule out for you and what to expect, what to see, how to scan to make sure that you have it or you didn't have it, even though they can't tell you. But they can definitely tell the doctor who's going to tell you right mm-hmm. when yeah. you want that for yourself and your loved ones exactly so yeah, so we we go to school to learn all of that information to be able to find it or not find it mm-hmm. to help to aid in the diagnosis,
0: yes, so essentially, I find it hard because. We do know what we're looking at for the most part. And then there are times where we don't know what we're looking at because it's something we've never seen before. I think in that case, it's like, yeah, we really don't know what we're looking at. But then eventually, you know, there will be more testing. There'll be a CAT scan, an MRI, an x-ray, something to follow up whatever we just did to see. And then now we know that, hey, if something looks like that, then I know what that is next time. Mm -hmm. So for example, if you're a student and you're learning about fibroids and then you're going into clinicals, you scan a uterus and you're staring at it and you're like, what is that? Because you're taking pictures of this. Mm -hmm. In your head, does the first thing that pop up, is it a fibroid or do you just start freaking out because you don't know what it is because it's like looking Mm -hmm. all weird? You're like, what is that? And then you describe it. So that's why we learn how to describe. So sonographers learn how to describe things. We should know what we're looking at. But even if you didn't know, you'd know how to describe something. Describe it in your paperwork. And then the radiologist will help diagnose. So you're helping the radiologist diagnose by your description. And then when you go back and see what the radiologist says, that they call it a fibroid, Now you're like, oh, okay, that was a fibroid. Now you know. And now your next scan, you know what you're looking at. Um, And that's how you learn in this field. What do we actually do? We do just that. We take images, but we are actively thinking in our brain about what we're looking at. And that's what you learn in school. And that's what you go through Um, in clinicals, just scanning and scanning and scanning to figure out what you need to take what kind of pictures you need to take and give them to the radiologist. I mean, I wonder if it's a bit different in cardiac. Um, I'm not sure how does cardiac work because obviously I'm only speaking upon general sonography.
1: Um, obviously every facility is different. Some doctors prefer to write the reports themselves. Um, some doctors prefer us to write the reports so I think it varies, but you do have to know what you're looking at in order to take the appropriate um, images, color images, Doppler, um, all the information needed to aid in that diagnosis.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so we are performing the scan, like this person said. Um, but as far as finding anything, we do have to know if something is like abnormal or not. So as a sonographer, what we know is normal. Like we are given the normal organ, the normal heart, the normal vein, the normal artery, the normal liver, kidney, spleen, gallbladder, baby, everything. We're supposed to know normal. Uh, And you have to know normal for the abnormal to stand out. So you want to have a sonographer or or ultrasound technologist um, be able to identify what normal is. And that's the hard part about our job, I think, because there's variants of normal as well. And then there's also a normal that can look abnormal, but it's actually normal. Yeah. So isn't that scary? Everybody's body is different. Yeah. Like, how do we know? Mm Mm-hmm. So as long as you're doing your job as a sonographer to, you know, take your pictures, the protocols, you are doing your job. You have to, first of all, take care of the patient. So patients think that we just take pictures. It's way more than that because you have to like Grab the patient from wherever they are. If you're in the hospital, you have to go to their bedside in their room or get them from the emergency room. Um, If you're in an outpatient setting, it's almost like you need to do one after the other after the other. It's a lot of patient care. It's a lot of quality care. And I'm sure a lot of people who've had bad experiences can remember their bad experiences. And then those who've had good experiences can remember their good experiences. So it's important as a sonographer to have, you know, good patient care. But I think that our job is a lot of mind work and also physical work. So definitely, a lot of it is multitasking. We're like looking on the screen, thinking in our heads, typing Moving on the
1: bodies, adjusting the patients,
0: adjusting the patients. Some of them are vomiting at the same time. Oh, yes. Um, or, com-
1: or combative.
0: Yeah. Some are trying to hit you. You know, it's actually kind of crazier than people think. Not as calm as people think. and yeah, definitely even, not. And even like um OBGYN sonographers, I give them props because they need to know a lot. Way
1: more, I feel like.
0: They have to do like full on scans on a little tiny fetus yeah kind of crazy how much they know and then for us like for you who do cardiac you know you have to know everything about the heart everything and then vascular you have to know everything from where it starts to where it ends to what the waveforms are inside and out Mm -hmm. and then as general yeah everything 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 Uh, by your body, <laughs> so Seriously. we actually scan from the head to the toe, and people don't know that yes, we do It's kind of crazy to know that we know a lot of different things. Yes. And I think if you're going into this field, you should really give yourself a pat in the back because I don't know how we did it.
1: <laughs> I don't know
0: how I'm here right now, and just to know that we are here, like it's good motivation for you guys who are going into this field because it's possible. Like in the very beginning, Definitely. I thought I couldn't go into this field, and here I am.
1: Likewise, in the beginning, I'm like, "Will I be able to recognize anything that is on the screen? That is so gray, like a whole grayscale." I remember my my um my story before my first lab. I was so scared that not being able to see anything on the screen or recognizing anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Here I am now. Yeah, a year later. That's where I
1: look at all day. <laughs> How do you feel? I feel good. I feel confident. Um, I I feel that what I learned in my program and mostly from my clinicals really, really helped me into where I am at. Like each day I come in, I'm a little bit more comfortable and more confident mm-hmm. being a vascular technologist, being a cardiac pharmacist and it's just but also it's a humbling experience as well because as confident as I am I'm also reminded that I still have lots to learn Mm -hmm. and I love that because at least once a day I will have an interesting case that was like oh my god I see that in textbooks and now I get to see in real life yeah it's awesome it is. It's mentally tiring, physically tiring, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah.
0: It really is. We really do know a lot. And yes, a, lot, a lot of times it's very stressful only because of the things that we see. Um, if you're interested, the Facebook group or the Discord channel that we have, people talk about their experiences and you can hear all of the things that they go through. Um mm-hmm you know, we see things that are really, really hard and we have to know what it is. We have to tell the doctor if there is a heartbeat or if there is no heartbeat on a baby. And we have to know if there is uh, a cyst on the ovary, you know, or is it like a mass? You know, we, these are things that we learn and we understand throughout time. And it's okay if you don't, understand it right away but just know that you're going to learn it throughout time and i mean stenographers are very i just feel like we're very smart but without portraying that we're smart you know because yes a lot of times we just go to work and do our thing and then go home like not understanding life balance yeah not understanding what we just did that day yeah (laughs) we're uh pretty cool human beings i feel like can can i share a cool case i had
1: Uh, A couple weeks ago, yeah, I had my, so my patient came in and she had no priors with, uh, with us. Mm -hmm. She if she was a a add-on study, so it was an urgent. It was a rule on DVT. Um, I I did her study and found an acute, not and There are multiple acute um DVTs, deep vein thrombosis, Mm -hmm. in her calves, her soleal veins to be specific, and the branches. And uh, they were cute, they're gigantic. I called her doctor. Uh, her doctor told me to send her to the ER. She went to the ER. She was admitted. And they did a CAT scan on her, and they found multiple bilateral pulmonary embolisms in her lungs. And she would not have gotten seen that or they wouldn't have known if I hadn't seen the DVTs that got her admitted to the hospital. So that, for me, was like that moment that I really changed a life yeah. or saved a life. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, with DVTs, we rule out DVTs because it could lead to... Pulmonary embolism, and that's yeah. really really serious.
0: Yeah, it's life threatening. Mm-hmm. So very that's a really cool case. Yes, yes. Thank you. Good job. Good I time. was very
1: shocked to find that she, she um that they found PEs in her lungs, and yeah. I was like, oh my goodness.
0: Yeah, it's scary too. You know, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of pressure on a person, even with like seeing um those kinds of things. Like you know that if it was Any later, she could have had it go to her heart or something, Yeah, you know? Exactly. So good job. And that's why we're important. (laughs) Yes, And um, it's very, very important that you know what you're looking at and doing, because if you mess up, which I have a video on like, you know, making mistakes in ultrasound, because yeah, we're going to make mistakes. We're human beings. But we stenographers are actually trying really hard to do what we can to help patience and get these images 90% of sonographers are scanning in pain mm-hmm. and that just shows that we're pushing through to do what we can to help other people and pushing through our own pain to help figure out what's going on with somebody else so um sonographers are very special so props to you guys who are going into the field and thank you to you who are already sonographers and getting through your days so we appreciate you guys (laughs) so
1: appreciative so thankful so grateful
0: yeah (laughs) and sonographers are amazing happy ultrasound awareness month we hope that you guys are celebrating a lot
1: yes celebrate you celebrate all the things that you do we are celebrating by talking to you and about you yeah and the profession that we love
0: yes so don't get hurt when people comment and think that you don't know what you're looking at or whatever um because we know that you know what you're looking at and we know yes. that you know how to describe things and we know that you are doing the best that you can so keep on going keep on pushing through and uh give yourself another pat on the back because you're doing a great job <laughs>
1: keep doing you
0: yes and don't forget to go get yourself some coffee using sitc 20 for 20 percent off thank you so much for tuning into
1: this episode and we will see you and talk to you next time bye thank you for connecting through sounds with us we appreciate you and can't wait to connect with you again next time